Hi, my name is Bridget, and I've never seen Jingle All the Way. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Fine, I'll Watch It. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. And this is the podcast where we show somebody, anybody, sometimes multiple people, a film they've never seen before, but they absolutely should have. Finally, I am off the hot seat for a, for a week, and that is to show Bridget, who you heard up top, the 1996 holiday classic. Dare I say cult classic, because I don't know many people outside of our friend group that love this movie the way that we do. Right. Jingle All the Way. Happy Christmas season, you guys. We've made it out of the dark and dreary Noir November. We've climbed out of the alleyways and the hidden passageways underneath the old, uh, wherever that movie, wherever the third man took place. <laughs> France? Uh, Austria. From Austria? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the sections is owned by France, I think. Um, to the happy, colorful world of, of Christmas classics. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you. Merry, Merry. Merry, Merry. I'm sure France is pretty nice during the holidays, though. Oh, yeah. City Probably. of Lights. Yeah. I mean, come on. Christmas. That's why the family from Home Alone is going there. Mmm. Mm. Got it. Good call. Yeah, so we are here. We are going to be doing all kinds of different holiday movies throughout the month of December. Uh, maybe throw in a few wrenches there just to uh, mix things up so it's not all the happy-go-lucky, cheery family holiday romps that we're typically... Uh, familiar with around Christmas time. Before we get into this specific movie, though, uh, I just want to touch base. I know we did do a bunch of Christmas movies last year, um, so we'll have the. I'll repost those all throughout the month. We did Christmas Vacation, we did Scrooged, we did Black Christmas, which was a horror movie, uh, and The Santa Claus. So we've run through those already, but I want to have you guys to give just like a little recap of some of your favorite Christmas movies and kind of what you typically like to watch throughout the year. So Bridget, why don't you kick things off? Sure. So. I love classic Rudolph, stop motion, mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, like the TV classics, Grinch. Santa Claus know. Coming to Town is in there, right? Santa Claus is Coming to Town, not one of my favorites. That one feels, I don't know, just a little creepy. Bizarre. Without a Santa Claus. <laughs> yep. Heat Miser, Snow, Snow Mister. I think they're both misers. <laughs> they're Snow, okay, they're both misers. Yeah. Alpha wants to be a dentist. You know, all the classic, all the classic TV tropes. Yeah. A movie that to me is a Christmas movie is the 1994 Little Women. I'll usually watch that every year. Is there a big Christmas scene? Part of it is set around Christmas, okay. but it just, it has a Christmas vibe and it's become a Christmas movie to me. Okay. I mean, Christmas is in your heart. Christmas so. is in my heart. Any movie except <laughs> Die Hard can be a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm sure there are more that we'll touch on later, but I'm just drawing a blank right now. What do I watch around Christmas? I know there are things. I don't know. Usually Love Actually somehow. Okay. Even though I don't really like that movie, I just, it ends up being on. Like Actually? It's, yeah. <laughs> I feel very like Actually about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Johnny? What are your kind of go-to Christmas classics? Uh... We are definitely a Christmas Story family that's mm. always yeah. watched at least once. 
whether it's Christmas Eve or like the day of is catching like the end of it than the beginning of it on TNT. Yes. I don't think we've caught like the beat, like the book ends of it. We always mm-hmm. catch like a, a we Tarantino it. Yeah. Um, Just watch it in the time in between presents and dinner and in between dinner and dessert and in between dessert and falling asleep. Right. Yeah. So at some point between the 24 hours of TBS plays that we catch, <laughs> we catch the whole movie. Okay. Um, Home Alone is always one yep. I like to spin one or two depending on what's on I don't know if I own copies actually I think probably do own copies of it but one is typically the one I chase out of the two for that yeah like Bridget said the claymation ones are fun to watch if they're on TV but yeah I think that's kind of Elf is fine I've come around to Elf in the yeah. last few years where it came out at a time where I was really anti Will Ferrell in that, like, he's just too over the top when he's in a starring movie. I don't like it because he needs to be reined in mm-hmm. to me a lot. And that is the perfect amount of over the top because he's playing, like, essentially a child in a grown man's body and just it works more. So I've come around to it in recent years, but it's still, it's not high on my Yeah, list. no, like, the the relationship between him and, like, James Caan is, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really mm-hmm. funny to watch. And I like Zoe Deschanel. She's she's fun to look at. <laughs> she's just adorable, as they. Uh, yes. They okay. Yeah. She's adorable. <laughs> um, what about you, bud? My absolute go-to every year, Christmas Eve, while wrapping presents, because I wait till the last minute, is Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, how could I forget? You were yeah. saving it for me to say, um, it, which yeah. I appreciate. Um, so that's my absolute go-to every year. Like, you know, as a kid, I would watch it with my mom and sister. Like we, it's the absolute have-to. Uh, at some point throughout the month, I'll also throw on the old Muppet Family Christmas, which was a TV movie from back in the 80s, which I like own a copy on VHS, and it's on YouTube. And, you know, it's all the Muppets go to Fozzie's grandmother's house, and there's a snowstorm, and Fraggles live in the basement, and it's like a whole Jim Henson, you know, the Sesame Street characters show up. It's the Jim Henson connected universe all crossing over into one Avengers-style Christmas movie. Gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, Home Alones, I'll usually do both of those around Christmas time. I'll watch those. I'm not going to watch the new one. I'm going to just pretend it doesn't exist like all of the other sequels. Is there a new one? Yeah, one just came out on Disney+. Plus. It's got like it's got an amazing cast. It's got like Ellie Kemper and uh, Rob Delaney and a bunch of other like pretty good comedian and comedic talent. It's The kid in it is... The Friend from Jojo Rabbit. Okay, still haven't seen that one. Oh, that's good. We'll put that on the list. It's actually quite a good movie. But, um, yeah, I just heard it's not very good. And I saw the, I saw up to three, and then I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Once you lose the, all of the main cast, and become straight to DVD or something. Well, yeah, you miss John Williams' score. You miss, like, Chris Columbus's direction or whatever and all that stuff. And Macaulay Culkin. And, yeah, know. the John Hughes spirit of it so i stopped it i saw the third one when it came out because it was like a thing we rented one year to like give it a shot and no (laughs) so i I usually go to one and two and then christmas vacation which i watched for the first time last year was pretty good Uh, i may revisit that this year i'm sure it'll be on and i'll be like oh i won't turn this off i'll keep going to it but those are pretty much my like standard go-tos and then obviously catch the claymation ones on tv your grinches you know, Year Without a Santa Claus, Santa Claus Coming, all those are, are just good, classic, old-fashioned yeah. fun. I have the Charlie Brown Sad Christmas Tree decoration that'll get put up. Those are pretty much uh, my go-tos. But my, my other absolute go-to for the last the 10 years or so, every Christmas Eve, has been Jingle All the Way. Like I said, our friend group usually gets together. 
We watch it at midnight on Christmas Eve into Christmas. Uh, we know all of the lines. It'll be... I'll have to restrain myself that this isn't that viewing this year. <laughs> uh, I mean, Johnny, you've been there for these. We we point out every single little minute detail in the corners of the screen and all kinds of stuff. Is yeah, insane. I've been to a couple of these. I don't think just... I can only say a couple because I know for a fact, like, Christmas Eve, almost even more so than, like, Christmas Day is, like, more important to my family, like, mm. getting together. So I feel like I've missed most of those. Like, say we've you guys have been doing it for 10 years, 12 years, or whatever. Mm. Like, I've caught, like, 10% of it, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've... Yeah, I mean, I've... I don't know. You've seen it a whole bunch. I've mm-hmm. seen it three times, four times. It's really funny. I don't think I share the same love of it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. Oh, and there, I mean, there are people in the group that like it more than me, but this is absolutely one of those things where it's, it's part of it is the fun. It's like the going to a Rocky Horror screening or a, the room screening where it's just you and a bunch of your friends goofing around and mystery science theater 3000ing this movie that you've seen a million times. So yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's a good, funny, good time Christmas movie that has its bad parts too. But Bridget, what do you know about Jingle All the Way? So uh, what I've been able to glean is that it is very beloved by you all. Uh, I know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it. Okay. I know, or I believe that Jake Lloyd mm-hmm. of Phantom Menace fame is in it as well. Correct. Is Sinbad in this as well? Sinbad yes. is in this as well. Okay. So I know those those three players in the cast uh, I know it's set around Christmas. I believe one of the drivers of the plot is a dad trying to buy his son the big toy of the year, which mm-hmm. is Turbo Man. <laughs> it's in the room. Um, it's not nestled safely under my tree yet because my tree's not up. Yep. You'll get that joke later. Okay. <laughs> and I know it's a comedy. That's That's about all I know. Okay. Now, you mentioned some of the people that you that you know are in the movie, Arnold being one of them. Mm-hmm. We've seen a few Arnold movies now, though those are more action-oriented, powerhouse 80s Arnold. What do you know, or do you like any of the family-friendly Arnold that isn't that rough-and-tumble 80s action star? I'm trying to think of some of his more comedic roles. Like, I know there's Twins. Junior. Kin- kindergarten, kindergarten Cop. Which I've seen... None of, but I feel like I would like it in theory. I do think Schwarzenegger is a really charismatic screen presence, and so I don't have any doubt that he, if he put his mind to being funny, he could be kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel good about it, but don't have any strong experience or strong feelings based on any true experience, I should say. What about you, Johnny? How do you feel about the more comedic side of, of Arnold's filmography? Yeah, I think just inherently he's just really funny to begin with because <laughs> of his accent, because of his English. So even in his action movies, like to get to the chopper and all that stuff, like yeah. awesome, but fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like really funny stuff. It becomes funnier yeah. the more you hear it, especially out of context. Like the Arnold right. soundboards in the early 2000s make any badass awesome line inherently goofy after you listen to enough crank phone calls where someone uses it to dial mcdonald's correct <laughs> so someone was smart enough in hollywood to be like we should just stick this guy we're spending millions of dollars on these action movies and he's getting box office tickets let's put him in a comedy because he's obviously very funny mm-hmm. and he's still gonna get probably the same tickets probably and i don't even know where it began whether it was twins or whatever but um 
Yeah, just really funny. Even if the script is shit, like it's just his delivery of stuff, and you know he's it, especially with something like twins because he's wearing the same shit as Danny DeVito does. Like they go to like fucking Burberry. I don't know where the hell they go together. The someplace on Rodeo Drive. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and like Arnold can't even fit into anything. So a lot of times it's the stuff he's wearing that's just funny to watch. Like Kindergarten copies just standing next to tiny human beings, mm-hmm. and he is a huge human being. Uh, at least framed so. I believe he's actually under six feet, but... Don't let him hear you say that. I said it, Arnold. <laughs> Come get me. But, yeah, I just think he's a funny... He's, like, great screen presence, but also just really funny, naturally funny guy. Yeah, and I think the cool part about him, especially in these roles, is he almost seems to embrace the sillier aspect of it, where you get so many people who transition to comedy and they still... They play the straight man or they don't have comedic timing and it all feels off and all of his comedy roles don't feel that way. He's one of the funnier people, and you'll have actual comedians playing off of his comedy stylings, which you wouldn't have expected in seeing Predator in 1984 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that comes, you know, to throw yourself into a comedic role, you have to have the same courage that you would to shout, get to the chopper, and just really throw yourself into any kind of situation and embrace it wholeheartedly so it makes sense now do you have any familiarity outside of obviously you mentioned episode one the phantom menace do you have any uh familiarity with either jake lloyd's other roles or sinbad roles no not really has jake lloyd been in anything else besides this or phantom menace it's always one of those things where he pops up and i'm like oh yeah he is in this there's a couple things like there are a couple things that came out prior to Phantom, like this, that he was like kind of percolating. But I don't think there's much that comes after Phantom because that was such a yeah, unpleasant the, experience. The for world him. chewed him up and spit him out pretty much right after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even yeah, his IMDb page is like a couple episodes of TV shows and stuff, and then all of the episode one and episode one related media, so video games and spin-off TV things and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, unfortunately, the industry kind of chewed him up and spit him out because he was cast in a movie that wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> Not his fault. And no child should have to be put through that. No. Yeah. Any Sinbad roles? Any, uh, was it First Kid or... No. Are you one of the people that subscribes to he was in a genie movie called Shazam? <laughs> Just... Nothing like that? No, no. Well, because he was in the genie movie, right? It's Shaq who wasn't in the genie movie. No, other way around. Oh, Shaq, Shaq is the genie movie. <laughs> Kazam. Kazam. Yes. Okay, that's and then right. Shazam is the Mandela-affected movie that everyone swears exists, but definitely, definitely does, does not. Does not. Okay. He's in, uh, he's in Coneheads. Not seen Coneheads. Like- Put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in a Good Burger, the, uh, the All That spinoff movie. Um, and then I know him mostly from First Kid, where he has to be like the bodyguard for the president's son and hijinks and Sue. Oh, that's right. And it's that same area of, of like Disney, Dunstan checks in, shit, blank yeah. check, like kid is paired with adult in situations and hijinks and Sue. Yeah. But that's about, that's my perspective of Sinbad. So I wasn't sure if you had any fond memories or anything, or if you were a Mandela affected individual. I, I am a Mandela affected individual, but... I've missed that whole, his whole filmography, I think. Was he in something recently, like in the past 10 years, and it was like, he's back, baby, and then he was gone again? 
Um, was he in Funny People, like that Judd Apatow movie? No. I'm looking. It's like a lot of TV appearances, one-off things. Like a spray commercial or something? <laughs> Done a bunch of episodes of Steven Universe. Okay. Uh, yeah, some sketch comedy stuff. I mean, he had his show, The Sinbad Show, mm-hmm. and that was like his big thing for a year and a half or two. But, yeah, outside of Coneheads and his stand-up, he's not really panned out as a, uh, as far as big movie star or anything like that. Okay. So do you have any expectations going into this, knowing, having not seen, you said, any of the comedic Arnold movies? No, I guess not. You haven't seen, been, wait, you haven't seen Twins or any of the ones we mentioned? No. This list is going to get long, <laughs> man. <laughs> I guess not. There are movies that I'm like, I've seen that, but I think I just walked past them a lot at Blockbuster mm. and absorbed the covers, so... Where you heard all the lines from the... Uh... From, like, a trailer... On a different VHS. Or the soundboard of him saying lines from Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, if we don't do Softcore September, it's Schwarzenegger September there next year. And we'll get you all all the comedy movies and we'll throw in like Total Recall or True Lies or something in there. Just getting kind of excited for Softcore September, guys. (laughs) Well, we said we could do do it as Flesh February. So we've got options. Oh, okay. That's right. Flesh February, yeah. We've got options. If you don't understand those references, make sure to listen to last week's Basic Instinct episode. Unless you're our parents or in-laws, then don't. Don't. You're not allowed. <laughs> don't do that. No, watch it. <laughs> watch the movie, sure. Yeah. But yeah, don't listen. <laughs> or don't watch it with us. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so do you have any expectations for a comedy, Arnold? Not really. I, I expect to be delighted by him, as I almost always am. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Johnny, any other th- things you want to get out there for her before we uh, get started? Uh... Again, I, for me, I, I see individual sequences in this movie. I don't know it beat for beat like I think you maybe think I do. Like, I know a lot of the fun things that happen in this movie, particular lines. There's something about cookies at some point <laughs> we'll get to. But those things stick out in my mind. Okay. But I will probably be surprised and laugh at things that I have forgotten. Because I haven't seen it probably in like five or six years. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, then, Bridget, what do you have to say for yourself? Fine. I'll watch it. They call me back, no Santa. I make my runs about to break a day. They call me back, no Santa. I make my runs about to break a day. Oh, oh, oh. I make all the little girls happy while the boys are out to play. Look at him. I ain't like old St. Nick. He don't come but once a year. Oh, 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 oh. I ain't like old St. Nick. Don't come but once a year. But look at him. I come running with my presence every time you call me dear. All right, we are back. We have just finished watching 1996's Arnold Schwarzenegger Christmas comedy vehicle Jingle All the Way. Bridget, you were on the hot seat this week because you had never seen this film before. So I want to know how are you feeling after watching this movie. 
I'm pretty delighted. Really? Yeah. Good. It was... It... <laughs> it's not <laughs> a great movie. I, But it's a fine movie, and I enjoyed it. Much more than I thought I would, to be totally honest. That's good. You had some trepidation going in? I, a little bit. Just of, like, is this movie going to drag in sections, which I don't think it really does. It's it a moves brisk 90 minutes. Very brisk. It's like watching a Looney Tunes cartoon in a lot of ways, particularly near the end. Mm. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. I like Sinbad a lot. There's something hilarious about Arnold just going like, ah! Like, <laughs> that's just a funny Constantly. noise. That's a, it. It's going to tickle me every time. It's really going to hit my funny bone. Surprise, Phil Hartman. Mm. Always a delight. Yeah, didn't want to spoil that for you going in. I appreciate that. But you perked that. right up when you saw it in the, in the I credits. I saw it, it was like, <gasps> um, Rita Wilson is really good in this too, mm-hmm. in, a, in a more understated role. Uh, at least compared to the other people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Jake Lloyd is cute. This movie feels nostalgic, too. Because um, it's, you know, in 1996, I would have been Jamie's age, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, just the look of the movie. The the wood panel van. The <laughs> wood panel van. Uh, the Chevy Suburban. <coughs> rocking through Minneapolis. Um Shag carpet seating. Shag carpets. But like just like malls. Yeah. As a thing. Toy stores. Toy stores. Uh, toys. Yeah. <laughs> Not electronics. You know, that that was fun to see. Is it a great movie? Yeah, I don't think it's trying to be anything. But it's other not trying than, to yeah. be, yeah. It doesn't even feel that Christmassy either. Yeah, I in, mean, in it, some ways. This could be the day before a kid's birthday party when yeah. the new toy came out the week before or whatever. Mm-hmm. Same kind of idea. You could play it off if you really wanted to, but Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas that feels crowbarred in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun. I don't know. Nice. How did you guys feel on rewatch? Yeah, Johnny, you said you hadn't seen this probably in a few years. <laughs> Yeah, I see. It's it's fun. It's not a good movie, but it's fun. <laughs> um, no, it's because it's it's fun to see Arnold go against type and not screwing about helicopters and guns and fire and screwing about dolls and cookies and other things like that and reindeer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. Yeah, it's it's got some pacing issues. I mean, it's brisk. You're right, but like even where he's spinning around the sky for like what yeah, seems like, like an extra B or two it's like we get it we got it <laughs> it seems like they needed to we hit feature it. length yeah yeah like, listen we're right at 90 we gotta push this a little bit although there is a director's cut I think there's <laughs> there's, a, there's a just extended edition uh, it lengthens some scenes I think it adds a scene or two I've seen it a couple of times I don't really remember what's in it it's worse <laughs> I gotta imagine yeah well just because like you extend some of these really dumb over-the-top scenes, and you're just like, uh, no, no, maybe cut that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe let's trim it. Yeah. Um, Phil Hartman, always good to see. Mm-hmm. Really funny. And Kinda... playing a jerk, really. Like, he's he's the he's villain. He's playing Ned Flanders with, like, but an asshole Ned Flanders. Yeah. 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 Really creepy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Bridget said, the nostalgia is there, the malls, the sort of... No Amazon in sight. That's sort of having to go to brick and mortar places to grab stuff and beat people up for it. But um, 
that mo- the montage of him going to all the toy stores and the toy aisles that they're showing hits me right in the nostalgia everything. Yeah. Like, it's nothing but X-Men, Fantastic Four, Avengers, like, like the toy biz, uh, the card backing that they have. Like, it's just... Oh, yeah, all of it. Like, the claustrophobic, like, KB Toys aisles oh or things God. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was my... Every single weekend, like, can we go to Toy Story? Can we go to Toy Story? Can we go to Toy Story? Like, to look at, just look at that <laughs> Just to stuff. look at right. it. Yeah. Yes. Or if I got one, then I'd keep that card back and, like, look at all the other figures that are out to be like, oh, I want this one. Because there was no internet to, like, pine over things. Yeah. So it would just be looking at the card back to be like, I can't wait to get that Wolverine. Let's go around yeah. the Christmas list. <laughs> Yeah, that. I mean, they had the catalog that Toys R Us came out with a big catalog. Oh, yeah, I would thumb through that. Yeah. I would cut them out and paste them on, like, Mm -hmm. school paper and be like, Santa, give me this. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's... It's funny. It's it's, it's, it's a good time. I I can't... There's nothing... There's nothing really to fault it for. Yeah, I think it's because... Because it's really, like, an inoffensive movie in terms of, like, it's not... It's not trying to be high cinema. Like, it's not going for crazy shots or, or anything like that it's very basic it's very by the book and it's just here's a bunch of vignettes of him getting up to his you know his ass in trouble and then it right. works out for him in the end yeah i mean I, I suppose i mean the one thing that it really just has a hard time doing is like finding that christmas spirit being like like you know he's like oh that's my dad i only need my dad for christmas yeah. like it doesn't feel earned it's like not it just so feels so shoehorned in like you were yeah. saying with the christmas stuff like cue the Christmas music, traveling somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but the the inclusion of backdoor Santa Claus on this movie soundtrack was yeah was a high point though I will say <laughs> yeah the, I, I you f- would forget I think there that this is a Christmas movie mm-hmm. even just the parade is just like there's Paddington there's Gumby there's you know it's not. Yeah, it almost feels like, uh, even though it's, like, shot in Milwaukee or whatever, I don't know why, I assume so, or or wherever, what was it, Minnesota or Minnesota, right? Yeah, so they're in Minnesota for the bulk of the filming. The parade is filmed on Universal Studios Hollywood in May. Okay, so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they have have the fake snow and everything, it just, I can just tell the sun is not, that's a California sun. sun. Yeah, in the summertime. Yeah. 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 It's too warm. Yeah. So they didn't go to... I was looking this up on, on trivia. Minneapolis does have a holiday parade, but it's like the Holidazzle Parade as opposed to the non-denominational Wintertainment Parade that they have here. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, something about a, a parade on Christmas Eve seems like a logistical nightmare that most people wouldn't go to because they'd be doing Christmas things. Yeah. Like, yeah. that seems like a thing you do the week before, not the day before. But, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. For the purposes of the story, we'll overlook that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie really is only like 24 hours. It's Eve, Eve, and Eve. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he misses the karate class the night before, then wakes up and immediately has to go out and get the, the doll. Right. As it were. I was about to say, and you almost don't even get introduced to the idea that it's Christmas until he finally shows up at home and Phil Hartman is on his roof. But technically, when we first meet him, it's his office Christmas party. Yeah, which he's working through because he's a hard worker. So it's not just his family he ignores; it's also his coworkers. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, what a trope that like they just love to use for Christmas, man. 
mm-hmm. with the hardworking, overtime mm-hmm. working dad, missing mm-hmm. family, eat Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Though at least here, it's not a divorcee. Like, it's not a widower. It's not... Because yeah. harkening back yeah. to last year, that was a trope that you were not necessarily a fan of in the Santa Claus is... <sighs> Oh, he's the divorced dad, and he's got to go to Denny's for Christmas dinner because he burned the turkey. That's like, right, you did hate that fucking movie. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> God, it's uh, like making me love this movie more for as as tropey and empty as yeah. this movie mm-hmm. is. Like, I don't, something about, this is at least someone who's trying. Yeah, he's yeah. putting in the effort. Granted, it's bare bones last minute, but like, yeah. he is doing it. Yeah. And who's happy to be Turbo Man and not like, I heard to be fucking Santa Claus. I'm Tim Allen. Fuck you. God, I hate that. Now I'm mad. Cycle back to something else because now I'm getting mad about that movie. I did see in the trivia just before we get away from it that originally people wanted Tim Allen to play the Howard role as opposed to Arnold Schwarzenegger, which it would have been a very, very different movie. It would have been much quippier from his perspective as opposed to him playing. I think Santa Claus comes out the same year. I think it's it's earlier than. Mm. I think. I think you're right, Adam. The Santa Claus is 94. Got it. Okay. And then the Santa Claus 2 is 2002. So this comes out in the middle of those. It's all right. We won't do that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could just to, you know, have some Christmas spice. Yeah. I mean, the the premises. Yeah. How do you feel about the MacGuffin fare. here of he's got to get the hottest toy, which I guess when they were writing this, they were trying to play off like the Cabbage Patch Kids craze of the 80s but 96 is also the year of tickle me elmo that's hilarious so it comes out at the absolute perfect time for what is the like the most popular toy of 1996 being like an unattainable thing i don't think it was quite furby level of a few years later but like tickle me elmo was the toy it nails the satire sort of like consumerism and stuff like that for sure like people tackling over each other waiting in line for something so mm-hmm. insignificant just to make the kid happy for three weeks before he's bored of that toy yeah, yeah. i also i like um there's a nice attention to detail in that the villain action figure and the sidekick action figure they're like do you want this and everyone's like no i don't get that shit out of my face like yeah well, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, too, because if you can't get the main character, why would you have the? Why would you give your kid Dementor and Booster when yeah. he doesn't have a Turbo Man? Like, he's not going to fight right. him. Yeah. You're but every one of us here has gotten, like, that secondary, secondary toy. Secondary oh. yeah. yeah. one Christmas or a birthday. And you're like, oh, I want it, but... fine. There's cool. always, like, a parent, like, I know it's not the real thing, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. Don't worry, like, I'm gonna find it. Like, yeah. don't throw a hissy fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, do you guys have any big Christmas disappointments, like, gift disappointments? Does something come to mind? The <sighs> booster of your childhood? Not that I continue to hold a grudge over. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh. it's not... It's no, one of those no, things of where, like, not. I probably would have gotten... Well, like, in the Santa Claus, to harken back, the, they hold the grudge because he didn't get his weenie whistle or his... The woman's like dating game or whatever. But oh, there's, there's nothing right. as an adult where I'm like, oh, still to this day, man, I really wanted that thing. Like, I can't think of anything now. I'm sure if you would ask 14 year old me what eight year old me didn't get, I probably would remember. Yeah. But at this point, no. Yeah, I'd have to really think hard. I'm sure it was like a video game system or like, I don't think I ever, 
as far as I know, went for the whatever the big ticket toy was. Because I was just fine, like, just give me a bunch of X-Men action figures. Like, yeah. give me a bunch of Spider-Man action figures. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll make my own fun. Like, it'll be fine. Right. I was never, I don't think, as far as I know, I'll have to double check this with my parents, but I don't think there was a tickle me elbow Furby level, I need this and didn't get it. I don't think. Yeah. I'm sure my parents would be like, oh, no, you bitched and moaned for six months or eight months until your birthday the following year that you never got that one thing. But I suppose the one thing, because I, I was so young when Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis were both coming out that mm-hmm. I was like, I want the new Super System when I actually wanted Sega, mm-hmm. and they got me Super Nintendo. Because you said Super. Because I said Super. Yeah. Good move on them. Because yeah. I would much rather have that than Sega, at least in my opinion, but... That's another discussion, but that's the only thing I can really think of, but... Yeah, my closest example was one birthday I wanted a PlayStation, and I remember opening up my gifts, and one of the gifts was a PlayStation baseball cap, and I went, oh, what the fuck is this? What is (laughs) this? That's hurtful. And it was one of those things where my mom, and like, to her credit, she's right, like, it's too expensive, she was like, it's too expensive for a birthday present, like, a new video game system is more of a Christmas thing. Little did I know at the time... She got the hat as a gift for buying the PlayStation. But, oh. But then we won a, a Nintendo 64 at, like, a school raffle. And so she sold the PlayStation. So I got the N64. So, like, you know, I got a next-gen yeah, system. You're like, side hustling. Like, yeah. moving product. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, I didn't get, like, the thing. Yeah. Um, so technically, I guess that would be that would be mine. But, like, right. I got a replacement that my parents didn't have to pay for. So, I, like, I got more games as a result. So, in the end, it was fine. I'm like, PlayStation 2 came out, like, two years later, so it was okay. Yeah. Did you have anything like that? Um, not, like, big ticket. The one thing that comes to mind, there are two things. There was the year that my brother and I were pushing, like, please get us Game Boys, please get us Game Boys. And my mom did that thing of, like, don't even think about it. It's never going to happen. And then Christmas morning was like, what's that shit? Yeah. Check that box. It's parenting 101. Make um, your kids absolutely certain they're not going to get a thing. And then, and then surprise. Like, just like, yeah. like so excited. Um, or they just realize that they're going to like have a massive headache listening to you whine and bitch mm-hmm. for the next like few weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. And like that is not worth it. Yeah, maybe. But we like. I will spend $200 yeah. to not hear Here's your voice. Here's my Christmas bonus. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Here's some headphones that plugs right into the top. <laughs> yeah. See, but my mom loves trickery and deception and surprises. So like that right up her alley. Perfect. Um, But there was a year that like I was flipping through a catalog and had seen a unicycle like in this kid riding a unicycle and i got fixated like on the unicycle you only need one wheel (laughs) and like i was like cheaper than a bike yeah it was just like i'm gonna become a unicycle person like in my mind i was like that's it and i remember having a serious conversation with my mother and her being like you really gonna be like do you really think like it, took, it took you a while to master the two-wheel vehicle, yeah. and you think you're going to do the single wheel? And I was like, yeah, Mom, this is this is it. This is it. And that Christmas, I don't know if it was this Christmas or a different Christmas. I might be conflating them. She got you a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one wheel at a time. <laughs> like, going downstairs and seeing, like this thing wrapped up, and it was tall, there are handles sticking out. I'm like, holy shit. It was a pogo stick, so 
So she got yeah. you no. She wheels. was like, mm, "Let's work on this. We'll work on your Being balance on the pogo. Maybe you can think about unicycle." Okay. Do you thank your mom to this day that she didn't make you a unicycle kid? Well, yeah, I wasn't. It was not going to happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just would have been a thing that like rotted in our shed. Yeah, because all it would have taken is one neighborhood kid to see you fall on it, call you a loser, and then there it is. It's, it's in the dump. Might as well be in the dumpster. Yeah, and, and we live on a hill. This is like, <laughs> like, where am I taking this? Nowhere. It's true. That's right true. to the hospital. Yeah. Right, yeah. To, <laughs> right to St. Francis. Um, so, yeah, but that worked out in my favor. Mm. You know. Yeah, you're here. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, and you have all your limbs. All my limbs. <laughs> um... There was, like, one, like, a robot that you could play cassette tapes in and you could record your voice and stuff. That was something that I really wanted and my parents that. never got. You had that? Yeah, it was you called 2XL. There <laughs> <laughs> was a thing called 2XL and you put little cassette yes, tapes in Yes, that's what it, it was called, yes. Uh, and it was just, like, trivia. and It's why I have so much useless knowledge in my head. It's because I would just, like, play these cassettes with, like, trivia and all kinds of questions. And, like, it's like, oh, here's the history of whatever. And you just play the tape. See, if I knew that, my parents were like, oh, you might learn something from it, but they probably just thought, like, you gotta know the classic angle. thing that yeah. he can play Van Halen tapes in or something. <laughs> I'll look for it in my parents' house. I think I know where it is. <laughs> I just want to hold it once. I just want to hold it once. Okay. I'll see if I can make your Christmas dreams come true by the end of the month. Did you? I We're digressing, but... No, it's fine. We're on track, but... Yeah. Were you ever into... Because I knew my sister was uh, American dolls. American American girl dolls. Oh, no. Because that was a big craze for girls. Yeah, I I do. That is a thing I still have a little bit of a hang-up on. Because uh, I don't know if you know this. They are incredibly expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, they have such rich backstories. They they do. (laughs) Um, And I was a Samantha on a Kit Kitteridge budget. Okay. Um... But I remember wanting it so badly and flipping through the catalog of just like, look at that tiny little bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's that's all... incredible. A bunk bed for a doll? Yeah. Like, you're just... It's all <laughs> teak. It's, I know, and it's so nice. Um, but I never, I never had one, even though I really, like, I didn't really want one, but I did have a little bit of a, like, a... I know I can't have this. Did you have friends who like... Oh, yeah. yeah. People... It felt like either you had zero American Girl dolls or you had multiple. Mm. You just had the bed, no doll. <laughs> the bed, no doll. Get the teak bed to put your Turbo Man action Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I did... That See, that was a magical time because they had the books with them, mm-hmm. the stories... All set, all based on reality, so you're learning there, too. It's yeah. educational. Felicity, Addie, Samantha... The other ones. Stay Kristen. Tuned for, stay tuned for Bridget's American Girl Doll podcast. Yeah. Next year. Molly. Those were the five. Those were the five of the 90s. Technically, Kit Kittredge came later, but I digress. <laughs> Anyways. So you can relate a little bit to the plot of wanting a toy. I, I, absolutely. I think. See, every, we brought it back. We right? all can. Yeah, yeah, we all can. Nice exactly. work, Adam. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think that's what makes it such an easy to, di- to digest movie is that, like, we were all kids. We all wanted something. Even if it wasn't at Christmas time, like, everybody has a thing that they were like, I need this thing. And so, like, it makes sense. I mean, the kid's a brat for not understanding. Like, that kid's room is so badass. He's got Captain America murals on the wall. He's, He's got, got the 64-pack Crayola. Every single action hands. figure on his desk. Like, this kid has... He's he, living good. Arnold's, like, easily... He had, like, the, the big wig job. He's a mm-hmm. CEO, VP, whatever. Cul-de-sac. 
brick, like a house, made yeah. some work. Just really nice stuff. Yeah. Captain America mural on the kid's wall. It just... That thing's outrageous. Sick. The bedspread was also... Oh, I was eyeing that. With every man or Marvel character on it, man. I'd put those sheets in my bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's got it all. And yeah, okay, your dad missed your karate class. That sucks. Yeah. I get it. But think of all the badass things you have. And your dad's Turbo Man now, so he shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does. But... It's funny, because like... And I'm sorry, I don't mean to excuse no, but, no. like, the script is, like, you could tell, like, a better seasoned actor could have worked a little better with the material. Like, specifically when he grabs, like, the blue uh, karate bell. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Arnold's delivery is just, like, it's funny, but it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's does, there's no so heart. Good. There's nothing there. You can tell he's just not his dad. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things, too, where he's not sure what to say because Jamie's giving him nothing. Like, he's just turning oh, back sure, to him or yeah. whatever. And so he's just scrambling, and like dads are bad at improv, <laughs> right? And that's definitely in the script, like uh, you know, puts bandana or eyes yeah. in a bandana or whatever, and that y'all like was fucking great. The squinty eyes, the high pitch, just oh. the whole thing is just so like, oh, dude. Like I said, you wouldn't find this shit in other Schwarzenegger vehicle movies. No. That's what makes it special, is because it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so over the top. Yeah. I did see, though, that apparently Sinbad improvised a lot of his lines, which makes sense. I mean, he's a comedian yeah. that stands to reason. But I guess Arnold was also improving back. So, like, a lot of their dynamic is less scripted than maybe it was intended to be. I don't know how many of those shots made it in versus, like, all right, let's just do one by the book and let's do some that are improv. But the ones where he has to play against nothing obviously aren't as strong. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any favorite like sequences, lines in the movie? You laugh pretty good at something. I'm they're, trying they're, to rack my head. What you? It, it's at the radio oh the glass station. the glass door. The yeah. radio station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> First, he's rattling the door, which is already like there's something inside me that like when I see someone trying to like shake a door open, it t- delights me. But then when he goes and kicks it open, ah. Oh. And the glass shatters. And it just shatters, and the DJ's like, "Oh my god!" Like, because um, that feels like Arnold. That's yeah. that Arnold feels, right there. Yeah, that's right at home. Um, and, and if you saw that man come into your job and kick the glass off your door, you'd shit yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if he was smiling, because that's counterintuitive. Screaming the eight reindeer. Deer. <laughs> Dash it, that's a prince of Vixen comic you put down a Yeah. <laughs> Um, this movie feels a lot more innocent, too. Part of it, the, the thing that makes me think of this is, you can never joke about sending a bomb through the mail nowadays. Oh, no. It's, of, you, it's of its time, for sure. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think you probably couldn't get away with it in the 90s, either. When it would have been... True, closer to the... Yeah, the when it would have been actually happening. Like, I don't know the last time a bomb got sent through the mail now. Like, I feel like we would have heard about that in the radio. Now it's, you know, powder and anthrax and all this shit, but like... Back in 96, that probably happened at some point. Like, it'd be one thing to joke about it. It's another thing entirely to make it come true. True. <laughs> well, Sinbad jokes, but Sinbad jokes about the whole postal thing at one point. So yeah, it's, 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 it's post that. And, yeah. 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 Just very innocent. There's an innocent edge to this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when they're fighting and, like, crashing into each other and having assaults on old women in the line at the toy store like and everyone's just like hey man knock it off <laughs> nobody takes anything seriously in this whatsoever oh yeah arnold's got one old lady by the neck at some point outside the store 
Yeah, it's very mad. Or Sinbad does, yeah, sorry. But that line is great, too, because he chokes this woman out as part of his hyperbole about them brainwashing kids and, you know, putting subliminal messages and we're all slaves to the corporate capitalist structure or whatever, which, you know, still rings true today. But then he grabs this woman by the neck and when everyone's like, hey, man, knock it off. He's like, you shouldn't wear fur. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I liked Sinbad in this movie. He was, I think, a bright spot. Yeah, he's fun. He's kind of a jerk, but he's lighthearted, you know, when it serves him to be. And the scene in the diner is great where he's talking about not getting his favorite childhood toy. The Johnny 7 OMA, Seven Guns in One. Seven Guns in One. That is a real toy. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. Turbo Man obviously is not. I mean, it is now because we have one in the room. He's Um, here with us. But the the actual Johnny 7, like, was a series of, like, play guns from back in the day. Hold on. I do recall seeing one at like a Goodwill or a Savers within the last five years. Oh shit! Like a whole, the whole gamut of Johnny Seven guns and grenades and all manner <laughs> of things. You looking it up? Johnny Seven gun. Oma. Oma, yeah, the one man army gun. <laughs> Multifunction topper toys, marketed heavily on children's television mm-hmm. functions. Grenade launcher, anti-tank rocket, armor-piercing shell, anti-bunker missile, repeating rifle, Tommy gun, automatic pistol. Wow, this is actually... You get a lot of bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. I like to cut the Jamie when he's drinking. Oh my god, wearing the little postman outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Even the look of disgust that you would have when drinking like a bourbon or whatever was at the Canadian club that he had. Uh, I think it was called Old Homestead. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real brand or not, but I always find that funny. But even like the wince of like, ooh, it burns so good and my depression yeah. and my job. And the look on Arnold's face too, his eyes are wide like, I can't be seeing this. The son's an alcoholic postman. <laughs> <laughs> Must get to the radio station and assault this man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in terms of it, like the innocence to it. That cop would have arrested him six times over if you kept having a run-in with the same guy. And even by the end, he's just like, whatever, he's wearing a Turbo Man suit, so I guess he's off the hook. Yeah. It's it's a live-action cartoon. Yeah. Nowhere more evident than when he's flying with the jetpack and gets caught in the banner and then spins around for 45 minutes yeah. before flying off and zipping around Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> flying through someone's dinner, mm-hmm. Christmas dinner, during Greece. It's like uh, it's like Rat Race almost. This movie a little bit, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Without like you know minus like eight people, but yeah, yeah, because it is. It's just going all around in a mini road trip around town, and it's just a bunch of montages of him failing to get this thing. Right, but like Rat Race and other ones, it's like basically like sequences of like Stooges, Three Stooges stuff, like falling over each other, tumbling Mm -hmm. over each other, over something. Movie does not hold up. Oh, I haven't seen it in a while. I watched it in the last couple of years being like, I remember really liking this movie. And then sitting through and being like, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Great cast, but boy. Whew, yeah. It's a slog. I saw a clip. Is Whoopi Goldberg in that movie? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in that the, movie. Yeah, Mr. Bean. Mr. Yep. Bean. And now we're digressing. Sorry, now we're really. <laughs> um, Did you have any particular favorite one-liners or jokes? wasn't taking good enough notes what were the big well the cookies one is great that's yeah, one put my cookies down out. those are my cookies that's a staple 
I mean, obviously all the little turbo myth. Anything Phil Hartman says is gold. The look on his face when all the women are being like, I need you to fix my porch light. And he's like, I have just the tool for the job. Oh, he's just so hard right there. You just... <laughs> Yeah, and he looks at the wife, who's just like, um, no, thank you. Yeah. Mm-mm. What was it? The porch light? There was something else. Like, thanks for coming over and, like, cleaning my pipes or something. <laughs> I was a gutter. Oh, the gutter, the gutters, yeah. yeah. Just different euphemisms for mm-hmm. having sex with him. Yeah, just so many things. Like, the reindeer is, like, pigeonholed into, like, this is Christmas. Yeah. By the way, you're watching a Christmas movie. <laughs> Safely nestled under the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get that joke? Now. I do. I know, I wish I had Turbo Man wrapping paper, because I would do that. I'd wrap it and put it under the tree. <laughs> Is the one you have to scale? Uh, I believe so. Bridget, would you like to hold the Turbo Man? I would love to. Okay. Let me see. So this is a this is a, a re-release. The they did make Turbo Man that year for this movie, um, but they were like because it's not a super popular movie. They didn't yeah. make a ton of them, and then, like, they were hundreds and hundreds of dollars on eBay, like, any year after that, since eBay came out. But I think that is the size of the Turbo Man in the movie. Yeah. Like, you can see the box. The one the kid and... holds at the end is, like, much bigger than, like, the box they're chasing the entire movie. Yeah, because that's the special edition one. That's, mm-hmm. like, only for the parade attendees to get uh, this Turbo Man thing. Which the kid gives up, and yeah. he'll be kicking himself later. And be like, yeah, my dad's Turbo Man or whatever, but then he missed all of my other karate things, and now I hate him again. Question is, do they make a booster one? I don't think there's a booster for this, because nobody likes booster. Yeah, but I think people, more people will go after the booster one. I would, I would buy a booster. Like in real life. Mm. Turbo disc launcher, flashing turbo lights, turbo lights controller, flashing rocket blast, rocket pack activation button. Wow. There you go. You don't have to drive all over town for that. The line of nobody likes you, Booster, is a great line. When he just screams at him, nobody likes you, Booster. Oh, and yeah, all the kids just jump him at the end. That's Who right. is that guy? I've seen him in, I think he's like in Apollo 13 and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, Booster? Yeah, they got He the, is um, from Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, that's right. Yep. He also voices, he does like a lot of voice acting. A lot of voice things. acting, yeah. Um, on like Adult Swim and American Dad, I think he's on and stuff yep. like that. But yeah, he's a million different things. Yeah. It was just funny him to show up for seconds. I know, and he gets such an introduction too, where he like gets the line of like, "There you are! I've been sweating like a dog in a china shop." Yeah, <laughs> um, and like it zooms in on him, like, "Yes, we got booger." Yeah, revenge <laughs> of the nerds. This is a quality picture. <laughs> I also love at the end when uh, when Myron's chasing Jamie, and he pushes over like the dude dressed as a package. He says, "Get out of my way, box." <laughs> I like the police uh, float with the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they have that? I don't yeah. know, but I Nothing love it. Nothing to do with being a police officer. In the that's... face of the end of the flow, it's just like this overweight cop with a whistle in his mouth. <laughs> what did you think of the uh, the con men Santa scene? With I like the, that the sequence, yeah. Um, the brawl is fun. you got to have it. You have to have something big and slapstick like that. Um, well, I don't need to start throwing those mitts around. Yeah, it's like, you need cue the mitts. Yeah, give me the mitts. Give me the candy cane swinging around. The sound effects when he like hits four dudes is that like dunk 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 dunk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so cartoony. Very Three Stooges. Yeah, right. And when he punches little Vern Troyer, R.I.P. <laughs> and just Elijah sends Cross. him 
rocketing across the Is it the Bird? Room. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, because there's the, the guy that we meet at the mall. He's um, the one from... Because there's a few little people in this movie that I'm yeah. trying to like... Um, who, I forget what, what else he's been in. Anyways, no, it's still going to bother me. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but Vern is there separately. Okay, he's, Has, he's, he's was, the smallest it, one who gets punted across the room. And goes, Noo! Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, that one gets me every time. That, no! Because, I mean, to Howard's credit, to Arnold's credit, he ducks that punch and that, you know, that little elf gets punched right in the face. Dude, wrong place, the, wrong time. Yeah, by the big show. Who's one of the few it people. is the big show. It That's big what. Show. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a fucking wrestler. Yeah, I think at that point he was known as the Giant Paul White, but <laughs> later known as the. There's big something show. that really funny happens with him. I'm trying to remember, he takes off his shirt. He's got the. Oh, he, uh, he pulls his suspenders and says, "I'm gonna deck your heart." Oh, that's yeah. What it is, yeah. <laughs> and they the the suspenders snap like on his pecs, like. Oh yeah. Like, um, so let's see the the other guy's name. Uh, the one from the mall is Danny Woodburn. He's his known fours are uh, Watchmen, Mirror Mirror, Jingle All the Way, and Seinfeld. Oh, he is in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, he is um, Mickey Abbott in Seinfeld. I'm trying to think of what else. He, I mean, he's got a really long list of things uh, yeah. here. But what around that time he would have been in. Jingle all the way, Seinfeld, a Conan TV show, a couple episodes of Baywatch. Oh, he's in Death to Smoochie. That's what it is. The he's, he's Angelo, the like, right. the other guy that, he's one of the like, um, Rynettes, and then he was on... I don't Ron like Williams the word Rynette. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's in. Yeah. That's what he, yep. So there you go, another connection to previous movies that we've done, besides Arnold and, yeah. and all the different things. Yeah. Yeah, the fight's great. And I love the way he gets out of being arrested at the end. Because he absolutely would have been arrested. Because he's there trying to buy bootleg merchandise from all these con men Santas. But the little police badge. And going right into, I'm a detective. How dare you? It's the sloppiest bust I've ever seen. (laughs) Again, right at home with just stuff that he's been in before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, like, right out of Kindergarten Cop. Not spoiler alert, but like... It cops in the name. Cops yeah. in the name, undercover. But he grabs a little plastic thing, gives him like two seconds to look at it. Did you enjoy the reindeer chase and fight sequence? Oh, in the house? Yeah. It's well, he punched a reindeer. Yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> well, he got him drunk afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I prefer the Phil Hartman reindeer interaction of I'm going to release him back to na- nature will care for him. Oh yeah, that's good <laughs> like stuff. Minnetonka. I don't, I don't tell a lot of this, but I've been keeping watching a family of deer out in Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like absurd. Nature um, takes care of their own. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's what he says. The man is a treasure. I do believe this is Phil's last role. I was going to say, is this... Yeah, 96. I think like 97 or 96 is when he... Yeah, like there uh, might have been some, obviously like Simpsons stuff mm-hmm. that he would have been in. News. Oh yeah, News Radio would have been going radio, on at this time. Oh, actually, Small Soldiers is his last like big film role. <sighs> was it 96 or 97? When he died? Yeah. Um, 98. Okay. So, a couple years after this, unfortunately. But, yeah, I mean, he's... He's, he's great in this. Yeah. The right amount of sleaze. And I love at the end when he finds out that Howard is now Turbo Man and just like kicked the shit out of another guy and like his 
decked out with a jetpack and boomerangs and disc shooters or whatever. And he's just like, we're getting out of here. <laughs> this sounds like you smell like barf. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think at any point we were going to get Howard and uh, what's-her-face divorcing? No. Okay. You thought we were going to save the day by the end of it? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Like, please. Or were you just praying that it didn't fall into that trope? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Do not become we'll another divorced dead Christmas Yeah, Bri- sorry, Bridget's not here for the second <laughs> half of the podcast. Um, there was a we'll divorce. We'll have to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had no chemistry to begin with, so what are they walking away from, or what are they saving? It's just like... Yeah. You couldn't even tell if they were on the rocks or not the whole movie. It's like, what... Is- they're, yeah. ca- they're casted together, that's it. And they live in the same house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they share a beautiful they home. They share, yeah. Nothing else. I do like Rita Wilson. There's a couple... She does well in a more understated role. Like there's there's a quick facial expression she gives during the scene with her and Phil Hartman in the car. Where she's like adjusting under her eyes for a comically long amount of time. And he flips the mirror and... She changes her face in a split second, and it's, I don't know, I liked it. Most I saw of the, it, I, and I respect it. <laughs> I think most of the, a lot of the things that I laugh the most at in this movie are facial expressions. Between mm-hmm. her and Phil, and like Arnold and I talked about, he's got like the wide eyes looking at Jamie drinking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it is just, you just gotta be paying attention to whatever goofy thing that they're gonna do with their face. Not necessarily looking at whoever's talking in that moment. Because you're going to see some gold. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like the funniest part of Daffy Duck getting hit over the head with a frying pan is not the moment that the frying pan connects, but afterwards when he's like, whoa, and yeah. there's stars or little birds circling around. Or he gets and shot and he has to pull the beak around. Yeah, ex- yep, exactly. <laughs> Which we do get one of those Looney Tune style explosions. Yes, from, we do. <laughs> where, you know, just everybody in that circumference is fine. Like, they can hear the explosion from outside, but every cop is 100% fine, except for the guy who held the, the box and it's, had it explode his face. Yeah, he s- smoked a stick of dynamite instead of a cigar mm-hmm. type of explosion. I think there was a failed opportunity there to just have it be a Turbo Man doll. That would have been really fun. And they just ran, they walked away, away from, from, like, from... right there the entire time. Yeah. No, but see, in the 90s, if you, this was a funny kids movie, at some point somebody's face had to be completely covered in soot. Right. So you needed yeah. to... That was the only place they were going to be able to fit it in. Yeah, you have to hurt people without actually hurting people. Because kids like that. <laughs> kids love when people get hurt without really Kids love soot. Kids love soot. <laughs> kids love mess. Slime, mud. Yeah. Uh, chimney sweeps. Chin- yeah. Chimney sweeps, yeah. yeah. Chim chimmery. Yeah. What did you think of the Mall of America sequence? The fight over the Super Bowls, the chase scene... The beating with purses and bread. Oh, that's fun, yeah. Because of course that's what would happen. What do you do? Get out of the ball pit. Again, just made me nostalgic for stuff that doesn't exist anymore. Malls. Well, the Mall of America still exists. I'm not going to make it there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it, talking about like... Your hometown mall. Like your hometown mall. mall yeah. With the the... Filthy tube playscape. Mm-hmm. And the carousel and the pretzels, pretzels and all that shit. Yeah. The grimy comment Santa. You know, just stuff they don't have anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss it. Um But that sequence too, the ball sequence is like like the end with the rocket where it just it goes just a little bit too the ball bounces a little a too little, many times. Yeah. Oh yeah. And at one point it picks up speed. 
while it's just traveling flat like right. not when it's going down the stairs which obviously it would mm-hmm. but at one point it's like pinging around the like the lego display and i'm like how is it gaining speed yeah, i'm like no it didn't he <laughs> <laughs> would have caught it by now yeah but arnold going through like a child's playscape is pretty funny shit yeah yeah and again it speaks to the looney tunes and nature of it because like of course giant man who i looked up johnny is 6'2", so you okay. have to apologize. Okay. Right. <laughs> In case Arnold's hearing this. But they do always frame him to be just, like, incredibly large compared to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the greatest faces is in that scene, too. With a kid? When Myron steals the ball from him, and he goes, He got two! <laughs> <laughs> that is a good line. I like that one. And those people would just kick the shit out of Myron at that point. Yeah. Which is crazy because, like, you you don't even win if you get the ball. You just have an have opportunity, opportunity to, win. to maybe win, and you don't find out. Like, I, I kind of wish Myron had a line later to be like, oh, yeah, I got, I got three balls, none of them won. So, like, I'm here at the diner now getting mm-hmm. drunk on my shift because <laughs> he's very much still working. Oh, when he's throwing the, they're trying to, they're both racing to the radio station. He's throwing the packages out of the bag. Because they're weighing them down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mr. Trackstar. <laughs> See that at the end, that should have been like the end credit sequence, like after the post credits, having those opportunities, like where like the ball was the winner. Yeah, the box was Turbo Man. Yeah. Like it would have shown like all you opening up and be like Turbo Man the entire time. Yeah, there would be something really funny about seeing all of the times he basically had one in his hand, in his hand, and just tossed it or whatever. Yeah, let it go in some comical fashion. But yeah, you're all right. I mean, it's a ball out of a thousand. Yeah. And he's breaking people's limbs over it. <laughs> oh, man. The news that night must have been insane. Like, there was a bombing at the radio station. There was a melee at the toy store with people getting trampled. There was a guy who gets trampled at the first toy store. And he's got, again, because kids love dirt, he's got footprints, like, stamped on his face from being trampled. Yeah. So, what a day. Plus, there was the whole, you know, attempted kidnapping at the uh entertainment parade mm-hmm. right right i also love that line at the parade where arnold has no idea what to do about anything because like he didn't he wasn't there for rehearsals and the woman who i don't know that you'd be able to hear because she's just a regular person and there i don't think their commentary is being broadcast to the parade when she's like fly turbo man use your jetpack <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh yeah i got a jetpack they yep. never used before. And then I just found out the last man almost died in. But he does have some brain activity, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of good... Oh, yeah, when they get him suited up, yeah. Getting him suited up. Yeah, it's what all... What are you just, doing? It's all grunting. Yeah. Which I guess might have been a, a carryover from when Tim Allen was in the role. Just the same amount of grunting. Just a different accent grunt. It was probably the most creative, time. technically, part of that. Like, the, the them suiting him up, he's POV, confused, disoriented. Mm-hmm. We pretty much know what's happening, obviously, yeah. but to him, it's cool because they really don't show the costume or anything like that until he comes up, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, even when we see Booster telling the audience 100%, like, this is definitely what happened. Yeah. he When he's like, yeah, Booster, who the hell do you think you are? And he's still like, well, I don't know. Who am I? It's only when he comes up on the Turbo Man float at the parade. Yeah, he's I'm like, Turbo Man. Oh, shit. I'm Turbo Man. Who would have thought? When, like, you'd think you'd look down and see a big T on your chest. Yeah. And have some idea. I mean, what are you your... doing? Wave to them. <laughs> <laughs> Were you confused at all at the beginning when it started as the Turbo Man TV show? 
No. Slash movie? No. I figured, like, oh, this is, we have to meet, just like we meet my buddy that way, in the same way, right? No, no, the... You're talking about child, Child's Play? In Child's Play, it opens up with the... The murder. The shootout and the murder. Yeah. But you have to see, I figured we would get... You have to have the in-universe explanation mm-hmm. of Turbo Man. Yeah. I mean, it's the same plot. It's just a, it's a more economical <laughs> yeah. feature movie. Yeah. So Which it's is really like Tarantino. three minutes opposed to 90 minutes. But yeah. Yeah. You do get a kid hanging off the edge or a dummy in this case. This case. Which, I get, yeah. Which dummies are, are very welcome on this show. Yes. More Corpse dummies. Corpses and dummies. Great dummy work. Yeah. yeah. If your your dummy is a corpse... Even better. I was ready to see some, like, Chucky action when Jamie's climbing up the ladder. I was like, give me, like... <laughs> a POV. A POV, yeah. some stunt double that looks <laughs> fucking weird. His mom is way too calm as her son is being chased. Granted, she thinks it's an act and an actor, but, like, you're not a part of this, mom. Why is he in on it, but you're not? She, yeah, she's just, like, a gape. She's like, uh, Jamie? Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> And even when she, like, comes up to the cop and he's like, it's all part of the show, man. She's like, no, it isn't. He's like, oh, all right. But she's not screaming. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> she's not, like, yelling. She's not hysterical. Where I feel like, given the day she's had of, like, her husband breaking into the neighbor's house and setting it on fire and, like, punching a reindeer and breaking windows and whatnot, you'd think she'd be a little more on edge as opposed to this weird calm of my son is running away and I no longer see him in a parade of people. Yeah. She probably saw the dailies before she actually walked on set, and she's like, okay, that's what people are doing. I'm going to meet them at, at, this, at this level of effort. This is an easy paycheck for everyone yeah. here. I'm putting in this much effort, too. Oh, shit. I read lines with Tom last night, and we were way more into it than this. <laughs> yeah. It calls him like, Tom, all that stuff we did, uh, we don't have to do that. Yeah, skew it back like 10, 10 steps, yeah. yeah. When we rehearse later, my husband, Tom Hanks, we need to dial it down. Yeah. That's how she refers to him. That's my husband. That's my husband. Tom Hanks. <laughs> but yeah, the parade sequence is super over the top. I love the line of like, you don't know the choreography? From like the little like demon team or whatever oh, that come yeah. busting out and are climbing all over him. Really they taking just... a risk climbing on a man with an yeah. unlicensed jetpack. It was a more innocent time, Adam. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> time of toy stores and... Not being able to get the hot Christmas item. In the scheme of like Christmas holiday movies, I'm already getting a draft that you're probably not going to be revisiting this one. But I, yeah, it's it. It will never be something that I throw on, like a Muppet Christmas Carol mm. or Little Women or something that like, all right, now it's Christmas time. It's time. Let's put this on. It's not the a mood spirit. Center. Yeah, but I would I would watch it at midnight going into christmas day like that absolutely makes sense it's a good capper on this like it's not the thing that i watch to get into the spirit Mm -hmm. or to like really feel the most heartwarming you can on like it's not you know warm fuzzy socks by the fire bowl of chestnuts christmas it's (laughs) oh man i gotta deal with a shit show of like dude bad santa has more heart than this (laughs) yeah it it does it really does yeah, I mean, this one's not trying for heart. This one's not trying. I don't. I don't even think it's trying to have him learn a lesson. It's basically just like it's ticking boxes. I yeah, mean. and it, all right, we've wrapped it up. It's convenient, and everybody's yeah. happy. Because like, even the mom would still be super pissed. Be like, wait a second. So did you sign up to be Turbo Man, and you just failed to tell me this, or did you steal this costume? Like you stole Turbo Man from Phil Hartman's house? Like we have a lot to go over. I am not okay with this. Yeah. yeah. But she's very okay with it, so eh, whatever. Yeah, you've 
neglected us. You've left me to be sexually harassed by our neighbor. On multiple occasions. On multiple occasions. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. No smiles here. Yeah, just because you look hot in that outfit doesn't mean I'm ready to forgive <laughs> yeah. you 100%. Yeah, it's not, that's my husband, it's, that's my husband. Yeah. Oof. If this is... <laughs> yeah. Telling strangers, I think he stole that. <laughs> Pretty sure he did. Definitely wasn't signed up for this. I don't, I, this wasn't on the, the calendar for the day. So, yeah, no, I, it's, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. But yeah, it's, I, it's just barely a Christmas movie. Yeah. It has the benefit of Arnold and Phil Harden, but... You take that away, and it's like down there with like Christmas with the Cranks and Fork, like all of those. Mm -hmm. all well, of I those. mean, this movie's a hundred percent saved by the talent involved on camera. Yeah, like this movie would be next to nothing with anybody else except who they ended up getting. Yeah, like even if you got higher caliber actors, I don't even think. Like I was mentioning to you guys while we were watching it that. One of the trivia pieces on IMDb said at one point, Chris Columbus, who was the producer on this and did, you know, Home Alone, as we talked about, wanted Joe Pesci for Myron, which I don't think, even though he's a better actor than Sinbad, I don't think would have worked the same way. Yeah. You could have him being the con Santa, but I don't think you could have him be Myron here. It wouldn't play. And it would be weird looking because they are such a height disparity. Yeah. It was like an adult style holiday movie getting the r rating put pesci in there yeah but a kid's movie he even had a hard time it's a home alone yeah no. dude just wanted to cuss his head off dude mm -hmm. yeah the the best joe pesci christmas movie is goodfellas <laughs> it is and there's christmas in it so. dude it is a great it's a yeah. christmas movie <laughs> so, I'm just, it, it is, it is. I'll, that's I'll another one of my favorite christmas movies yeah. goodfellas it's all about family it's yes. about family. Yeah, gathering around the table, getting Did, your shine box. When, he, you know? <laughs> when Henry buys Karen the, the pink Christmas tree after the Lufthansa heist, yeah. when he's been told not to buy anything. That's the most expensive one they had. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like a good old-fashioned money laundering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you were surprised yeah. and that we didn't have you coming away like a Santa Claus situation no. of being like, Oh crap! This is this is awful, and I hate it, and I hate everybody. It would hard. It would be hard to go that low for me. Santa Claus is still like the bottom, mm -hmm. like of the least favorite thing that I've watched as a part of this show. I think because with Santa Claus, if it had like this tone, it'd be more forgiving because it's like so zany and stupid. They're not going to try and get it right, but like with with the Santa Claus, it's so heavy handed with that oh. subject matter. It's like it takes us up way too serious. Yeah, yeah, and. In it, just if we're comparing, you know, movie dads, you know, Arnold is maybe not as good an actor as Tim Allen, at least in these two roles. But the like Tim Allen's character just sucks. Like I wouldn't <laughs> want him to be my dad. Arnold may like be neglectful. He's gonna miss my belt ceremony, but he's gonna be fun. He's gonna like put a Captain America mural on the wall. He's not gonna be so shitty to my mom. That like, yeah, like Richard Wilson's still yeah, there. Because yeah. <laughs> Tim Allen, he's like one of those comedians. He's like the cynical comedian, so yeah. he's just constantly like, Ugh. he's basically the Scrooge Ugh. in the movie. And, mm -hmm. no. and by the time you finally get to the point where he's like Santa Claus, it's like it's too little, too late. Yeah, 
And it's like, dude, you were just like shitting on Christmas for 90% of the movie. Mm-hmm. And now you like, you're impressed by a cookie dispenser? Yeah. Not. <laughs> the CD player? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you, you know, had a, a better takeaway here. Yeah. That you enjoyed this at least a little bit more and that you'd be. You know, inclined to not turning it off if someone wanted to to watch it. Which yeah, I guess is, I would throw this on. Yeah, if a future child wanted to watch this, that's your fine. husband, yeah, my yeah, <laughs> my current child wants to watch this. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's it's just lighthearted enough. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and I never thought about it from this perspective, but it is very Three Stooges, Looney Tunes, just kind of over the top and and zany. So. I'm glad that that wasn't grading for you, that it no. was at least enjoyable. How about you, Johnny? Any final thoughts having seen this again after a few years? Yeah, I mean, it's always going to get a pass for me, but a pass in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a but, not passing on it. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's it'll never be one that I seek out for the holidays. Because I, when I seek out, I like the zany stuff, the Home Alone stuff, but I do... I'm a sucker for the hard stuff, like mm-hmm. the holiday spirit and that type of stuff. And that's why I watch yeah. those movies. And that's, this doesn't have that. It's yeah. just a different movie that happens to be around Christmas. Yeah. I don't even know if I, if it would be good or better if it was heartfelt. Like if somehow he earned the love and respect of his family at the end by doing more than just happening upon this very, very convenient safe. Uh, I don't I, like, I don't even know. I just, well, Arnold's not even a dramatic actor to begin with. He's an action star. I don't think he'd even pull off the gravitas of a scene like that where mm-hmm. he would feel come off as a heartfelt, like the redeeming father, whatever. I just, you need another actor to make that feel and may have you feel anything. Yeah. Yeah. Tom so. Hanks. Oh, yeah. You put Tom Hanks, yeah. A weeper. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> weeping. <laughs> That would also make the transformation into Turbo Man that much more like, oh, my husband, if Tom Hanks was the yeah. one at the start. Yeah, because Arnold's already jacked anyways. And typically, like, those costumes are, like, built, like, they have plates and everything that yeah. make you look like fucking He-Man, so. You can't bench press your way out of this one. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's even worse knowing that, like, he's saying that hoping that they're getting divorced so he can bang her. Like, yeah. he so desperately wants the one still apparently still married woman in the neighborhood you know the one he can't have yeah but yeah and and i suppose it's the one thing i don't like about the movie too is like i do like phil Harmon's character but by the end turns into a creep and i'm like oh i kind of like that dude (laughs) come on (laughs) like he was just funny enough like the whole cookie scene is awesome oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i gotta get this recipe (laughs) which getting the recipe is a euphemism for having sex in this movie oh yeah, yeah yeah Go up, take a shower. You de-stress. Oh, and when he goes to take her apron off, like, behind her neck and then grabs her and she's just like, I don't like any of this. And his face is just perfect. So sleazy. We miss you, Phil Hartman. I know. All right, babe. Could you imagine? Yeah. So I assume, Bridget, that you will not be seeking out the sequel to this, Jingle All the Way 2, which brings back nobody. Uh, nobody, but brings on... Larry the Cable Guy, I believe. That's, that's true. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is it as Booster? No, it's just like... <laughs> Was everyone just chasing the Booster doll? No, it is a straight-to-DVD movie uh, produced by WWE Studios uh, uh, and 20th Century Fox. Okay. 
Um, it's a similar plot, but not connected in any way. Is it still Turbo Man? No, it's just like two dads competing to win Christmas or something. Competes with the current husband of his ex-wife for the daughter's affection. So it's the Santa Claus, it seems like. So yep. he he finds out what the the daughter wants and then goes out to try to find that toy. So that way he can be super dad for Christmas mm -hmm. because the other dad, the current husband of his ex-wife, you know, is also trying to do the same thing. Okay. Are Smoochie and Booster the same person, the same animal? No, one's no. a rhino, one's a saber-toothed tiger, it looks like. Yeah. Okay. So Similar yeah. colors. Yeah. Similar helpers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um, cool. Are there any other last-minute thoughts that you guys want to get out there about Jingle All the Way before we wrap things up for this week? No. I want a cookie. Sugar cookies. Bake them for 12 to 15 minutes till golden brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, that'll do it then for this week's episode of Fine, I'll Watch It. Remember, you can find every episode of Fine, I'll Watch It every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you think of Jingle All the Way. Have you seen the sequel? What was your I really, really wish I'd gotten this gift as a child but didn't hot toy item? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam. I'm Bridget. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.